This is Monday, June 13th, and I've been looking forward to our new study, our summer study, entitled Grace Under Pressure. This is week one and day one. Grace Under Pressure. Why return to a look at grace? Well, really, it's the only message we have as followers of Jesus. Grace is the way open for us to come to God. Grace is the way God raises us from death to life. Grace from God makes us a new creation and gives us a way forward, a way that we could never forge on our own. The thing is, though, we don't like grace. By this, I don't mean that we dislike the concept of grace. We don't want to need grace. We want to succeed. We want to do well in everything and to be competent to run our lives on our own. We don't want help because we don't want to need help. And that's the thing about grace. All you need is need. But not everyone admits their need or can see their need. You see, as long as our lives are manageable, we're not interested in grace. This really is a part of our heritage as human beings. We like success and challenges. We celebrate accomplishments. And we cheer the can-do spirit. But grace shows up when we fall short, when we fail, when we just can't do life. But none of us want to be there. We want to be anywhere but there. Years ago, a new pastor came into the community where I was living at the time. He was starting a new church and had access to few resources. I told him that our congregation could, would do whatever we could to help him. But after that, I didn't hear again from him for years, and it just didn't make sense to me. Then someone told me that when we offered help to him in his culture, that communicated that we didn't think he could make it. He couldn't do it on its own, and that's why he never got back in touch with us. When I heard this, it all made sense. All of us want to think we can do our lives without help, and even without God. But that's just not the truth of the matter. The truth is, as hard as we may try, we can't do it. Here's our scripture for today, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 34 to 35. He mocks proud mockers, but shows favor to the humble and oppressed. The wise inherit honor, but fools get only shame. Now, likely you've heard the saying, God helps those who help themselves. It's probably the most often quoted phrase that's not found in the Bible. It's usually attributed to Ben Franklin, quoted in Poor Richard's Almanac in 1757. But the truth is, Franklin borrowed this saying from someone else. The point is that we believe the way our lives go depends completely on us. We seek control over everything in our lives. But even the most basic aspects of life are beyond us. Notice in our scripture that those who are humble receive favor or grace from God. Why is that? Well, they know they need it. And they cry out to God for help. You see, it is our self-sufficiency that most keeps us from God. It's not our sin. God has dealt with the sin problem in Jesus, but we can't find real freedom until we see our need for Jesus, until we see our need here on our own. 
And most of us learn this the hard way. Look, for example, at the Apostle Paul. He had his life figured out and was doing everything he could to be an overachiever. In the end, his pride stoked an anger toward anyone that disagreed with him. He became a violent man. He hit a wall built by his own efforts to be perfect and to hold his own life together. And until he hit that wall, he had no interest in grace. Actually, grace threatened him because it is given freely. It's not earned in any way. And until he could see that he needed it, it was offensive to him. I believe every human being is, in many ways, like Paul. Today we live in immense meritocracy. Our lives are based on what we earn and achieve. We are constantly measuring and counting and comparing ourselves with others. The end result is a deep self-reliance and self-trust that can keep us from enjoying God's grace. We become self-satisfied if we succeed and self-hating if we fail. And either response leads us into danger and away from God. Our text says, the wise inherit honor. Who are the wise? The people that know they're not wise. Those desperate for God and for his grace. Those that know they cannot manage their own lives. Those humbled by their condition. Now this is where we begin our understanding of grace this week. It is under pressure. It's when we see this that grace is for those who need it that the ministry of Jesus begins to make sense. Why did Jesus seek out people thought of as serious sinners? Because they know they need grace. Why did Jesus say this? Truly I say to you, the tax collectors and prostitutes go into the kingdom of God before you. Now nothing could have been more offensive to people who felt they were good people and who worked so hard to get their lives together. As our text says, God shows grace to the humble, those broken by sin, those that need his love. Now, of course, that makes us wonder if our hearts can receive God's grace. Do we feel like we're doing pretty well, certainly better than yesterday? Or do we know that we cannot live the life God created us to live from the beginning? Are we ready for grace? The writer of our proverb for today says that if, if not, then we are fools. We're fools to miss out on God's love. We're fools to miss out on the freedom that is ours when we fall on our faces before God. Let's pray. We try so hard, Lord, to pull ourselves together, but we know that even our best efforts fall short. We know that trying is not our problem, our problem is failing to look to you. So show us, Jesus, the one that welcomes us when we fail, the one that makes room for us when we feel forsaken and forgotten. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.